here's the thing you have to know everything will go on sale again so i always say you don't need enough barbecue sauce to get from here until when jesus returns you need enough to get through to the next time barbecue sauce goes on sale at a great price welcome to seed time living this is where we help you transform your financial life using timeless biblical principles i'm your host bob loddick and i'm so glad to have you here today If you are anything like me, groceries probably make up the biggest chunk of your budget. And so therefore it makes sense to try to figure out how we can save a little bit more money in that area. Now, being completely honest with you, this has always been one of my weakest areas of saving money, which is really unfortunate because there is so much money that we can be saving here on our groceries. But for some reason, it's just always been an area that I've struggled with. And I think mostly just because I didn't want to cut coupons. So that's what's really exciting about this episode today, because I interview Carrie Hasha, who is just kind of an expert in this area. And she has some great strategies on how we can save money on our groceries and not just a little money, but a lot of money without using any coupons. And so I was super excited when I did this interview with her and I had a lot of takeaways that I walked away with that I started applying to my life and began saving a lot more money on my groceries. So all that to say, I think this is going to be a really good interview for you if you are looking for some ways to kind of save money in this area. So with all of that out of the way now, I think we can dive right in. Carrie, glad to have you here. And let's just jump right in. And I wanted to find out a little bit about your overall philosophy and approach to saving money and how it may differ from some others? Well, I think there's a lot I could say there, but I'll just tell you my story. How did I even develop this philosophy? Because I think that answers the question. So June 2006, my husband and I decided to get out of debt. We had over $50,000 in debt. Now, this is the boom of the economy, right? Before getting out of debt was sort of fashionable. And we decided, it took us two and a half years. We paid off all that debt. Well, while we were doing that, we decided... Either we have to increase income or reduce expense because our current life is current. It's not working, right? And we decided reducing expense would be easier. So we would try that first. Well, how does that play into my philosophy? Well, the point is we had to actually spend less, not save more. So I think right there, you can sort of break money saving people into two camps. Look how much money I saved. Well, that's awesome. Could you afford what you spent, right? Because that, at the end of the day, we actually had to live within constraints. So I think, you know, that is one major way where it's like, let's set a limit, let's set some boundaries, and then let's look at how do we spend that. And I don't, where groceries are concerned, for instance, I don't jump right to coupons. I think it's really about a consumer mindset Mm -hmm. and an overall approach to shopping. I just believe in being smart If you were going to buy a car, would you, Bob, just walk to a car dealer and go, hey, I want to buy that car. And they say, "Okay, here's the price. And you go, awesome. I'll buy it. Yeah. No. No. Right. You would spend hours, right? Researching. Too many hours. I know. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) You and I both. Right. Right. I I feel you. But you know what? Groceries certainly aren't a $20,000 expense if we're going to pick on groceries. But you're buying them every week. And over time, it really adds up. Yet we just kind of walk into the store and they tell us this is the price and we just buy stuff. So I just think let's take some of what we do on other once in a lifetime purchases, put that into moderation, sort of appropriately scale some of that being a smart consumer 
and apply it to the things that we're buying every day, whether it's groceries or clothes or shoes or whatever it is. Let's just be smart on our approach, scale the time to what we can afford and what makes sense. Gotcha. Okay, so just talk to me. So I have never yeah. been an avid couponer at all. I have done yeah. very little as far mm-hmm. as saving money on that side of groceries. You know, and part of my excuse, and I'll call it an excuse, has been that we shop at, we buy a lot of natural foods. Um, we shop at Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. And so we've always kind of felt like, well, there aren't really that many options for us. So talk to that, will you? Will you address that? Yeah. If that's your scenario, you could be dairy-free, you could be peanut-free, whatever Mm -hmm. you buy. I think the approach is the same. The first thing I think somebody needs to do to save money on groceries is know how much stuff costs. I mean, if you want to buy organic strawberries, do you know how much is a good price for a pound of strawberries? We certainly can't know the prices. I mean, we're not walking computers, right? So we don't want to keep track of 200 prices in our head But I think it really makes sense to make a list of 10 to 15 things that we are putting in our cart every week. So what is that? Maybe it's yogurt. Maybe it's breakfast cereal. Maybe it's cat litter. Whatever it is for your family, whatever brand, if you have a brand, whatever. And then next time you go to the store, just jot down how much does this cost? Because guess what? Prices fluctuate with seasonality. I mean, we'll kind of get to the timing part of it. But if you don't know what a baseline is, you really cannot be an educated consumer at all. So once you know how much something costs at Trader Joe's, then guess what? The next time you go shopping and you're in Whole Foods, bub, you just jot down. How much does the same product cost at Whole Foods? And then, you know, you think, well, does Costco? I mean, I hear they have a lot of organic stuff. Does it make sense to buy something there? So you just pop in there and do a price comparison and begin to figure out, wow, If I just switched from shopping here to shopping there, Target may be another store you want to consider because they carry lots of organic, and you start to figure out, gosh, the bulk of what I buy is cheapest if I buy it at store X. And so then you've figured out what's what I call your go-to store because most of us pick our go-to store by default. It's like wherever our mom took us or wherever we're most comfortable or But we have like five or six options within equal distance. So just be strategic and intentional about whichever store, if you want to walk in, buy what you need, not pay attention to sales coupons, then just make sure you pick the right store to go to. When I, I'll say when I did that several years ago, I realized I was paying 15 to 20 cents more per item at the store I was shopping at than at a different store that was equal distance from my house. Yeah. Well, gosh, just switching stores added up and it just shaved a little bit off my grocery bill with about zero you know, in time investment. And so I think that was a good use of my time. So I would say that's like a starting point Mm -hmm. for somebody like you. And then it comes to pay attention to sales because even a store like Trader Joe's doesn't have tons of sales, but Whole Foods certainly does. And you begin to know, once you know how much something costs sort of its everyday regular price, then you can begin to notice when it's a good sale price Because just because a store puts something, advertises it in their weekly flyer, does not mean it actually is a good sale price. And so you need that baseline to just kind of gain an awareness for your own rhythm, your own family. Well, we really prefer this type of oatmeal or this brand of cereal or these Mary's Gone Crackers crackers that are like $4 a box. Well, guess what? When I see them, maybe it's even at the local grocery store down the street. I see that same organic product 
advertised in a Sunday flyer for $2 a box, well, it might make sense for me to just stop in there since I'm running errands right in that neighborhood anyway and pick up some boxes. And I found that if you can shop the sales, when something goes on sale, you will match or beat what you would get paying full price with a coupon. So that's why I'm kind of anti-coupons first. You've got to know a good sale price because that's really where you're going to save the most money. And I think it's a lot easier to do and takes a lot less time for people who just say I'm too busy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a really, really good point. I never thought to do that because honestly, because I pay attention to prices and everything I do in my life, but I... If I think about my grocery expenses and the different items I buy, there are a lot that I don't really know. It's like this vague like ball area where it's like, I know this is would be really cheap and I know this would be too expensive, but there's a big window that I don't know uh, right. about. And that and that's so anyway, I think that's a really, really good exercise and and I think I always say 10 to 15 items. Do 20 max if you're an overachiever and then call it good because if you start to say, wow, I'm going to do all 75 items that are in my pantry, you know, you're going to get overwhelmed. So that's not what I'm proposing. But here's what I know happens because I've been talking about this approach for five years now is you start with 10 to 15 items and then pretty soon you just begin to pay attention. And so my husband loves me to go with him when he goes to Sam's Club because he'll be like, hey, look, Carrie bread. It's only this. And I'm like, "Uh, at Aldi, I can buy it for that. Ding, 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 (laughs) ding, ding. And he's like, you are like this Rolodex. And it's not that I'm trying purposefully. Now is the time in my day when I memorize grocery prices. It's just I've developed in me. You know what? This is an awareness. I am spending hundreds of dollars a month here. And with a little bit of intentionality, I could shave off easily 20% of that without a lot of effort by just paying attention. Yeah. And that's free to do. So I'm willing to invest that little bit of time. Okay. So using that as a starting point, finding the yeah. baseline and then paying attention to sales. What do you recommend as far as coupons after that? Do you extreme that, couponing? Yeah. Is that what we should be doing? Or what do you think? Yeah. Well, so I think this is the place. It's kind of the next step is if you're going to use any sort of coupon, it's the time to do it is when you're getting something already on sale. Because if you're, like I said, that's the way to shop. Buy stuff on sale, now layer a coupon with it. But I think this extreme couponing, which I've never even seen the show, but I get the concept, right? It's like, I can get 187 bottles of ketchup for almost free, so I need to buy them because I can. Well, to me, that's the whole thing I started with, which is look at how much I saved. Like I'm on a quest to demonstrate that I can save a lot. Well, you know what? I'm not trying to save the most. I'm trying to spend the least on what my family uses. That's yeah. my objective. Yeah. And so here's the thing you have to know. Everything will go on sale again. So I always say you don't need enough barbecue sauce to get from here until when Jesus returns. You need enough to get through to the next time barbecue sauce goes on sale at a great price. Like yeah. that is how much barbecue sauce you need. I'm kind of backing up to the sale thing because I think there's something interesting to say here okay. before we go to onto the coupon again. But sales are seasonal. So right now, we know with clothing, for instance, if I were to say, Bob, you have a, um, a young kid, when is the best time of year to buy a winter coat? Is it in the fall or in the spring? I would think the spring. <laughs> right. Because, right, you're going to, you think I'm going to get a better price, yeah. right? Groceries are the opposite. You buy in season 
to get the lowest price. Because yeah. when is a watermelon going to be cheaper in St. Louis, Missouri? In January or in July? Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's going to be cheaper in July. We know that with produce, but staple products like pantry stuff has seasonality too. And I'll give you some examples. For instance, in the fall, canned soup, whether you're buying organic or not, whatever, canned soup is going to be cheaper in the fall and in the winter than it will be in the summer. Band-Aids are cheaper in the summer when kids are out scraping their knees than they are in the winter. Tylenol, cheaper in the winter. Allergy medicine during allergy season. Why am I saying that? Because I'm talking about how much to buy. Because that was yeah. your question. Extreme couponing. How much yeah. do I need to get at any point in time when something's on sale? So we just switched because right, we're in the fall right now when you and I are having this conversation. So by the end of the summer, I was thinking, okay, ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, those are summertime products. We use them when we have barbecues and stuff. But my family will use a certain amount over the winter. So before summer's done, I'm going to make sure I have an extra bottle on hand to get me through to the to next year, right? To just use while I need them. So I'm not paying full price in January when we run out. Yeah. So that idea of extreme couponing is really this concept that let's buy in tremendous excess so I never have to pay full price. Okay, there's always a nugget of truth, I think, in an extreme thing, which is buy what you need when it's on sale versus saying, what am I going to eat? What do I need for the next week? Let me buy that. It's like letting the sales dictate and drive. Okay, these products are on sale this week or this month, you know, or this meat is. So now let me plan my meals around that. That's wise. But taking an excess, anything in excess, I think is too much. I could never qualify for the show Extreme Couponing. I've not had to build a new addition on my house <laughs> to store all my laundry detergent and all my cereal. Yeah. I don't need to. I can save plenty of money by just knowing uh, every six to eight weeks, a product will go on sale again. So that's all I really need yeah. to get through. Gotcha. So my wife and I have done a little bit of shopping at Costco. Yeah. Uh, but we don't have one close to our house right now. So we, we let our membership expire. Uh, so talk to me about how that plays into all this. I mean, obviously yeah. buying in bulk, you know, you save some money. But to me as a... I don't know, I'm not a very skilled discount grocery shopper, I guess. Yeah. It seemed like I was saving money. I mean, is that legit? Is that real? Is that is it a good idea to be shopping at those stores? It depends on one thing, how you want to shop. So for my family, I don't think it's really worth it. And this mm -hmm. is why. I did what I told you, a price comparison. I shop a lot at Aldi, which is owned, the same parent company that owns Trader Joe's also owns Aldi. So yeah. they're very similar, right? So... I did a price comparison. I buy string cheese. I buy yogurt. I buy these things at Aldi. How much do they cost at Sam's Club? I was shocked to find that Aldi beats prices on a whole bunch of stuff that Sam's Club wow. also carries. And guess what? I don't have to pay an annual membership to yeah. Aldi. Yeah. And people always say, yeah, but it's the gas discount, right? That makes up for it. And I'm like, well, if that's true for you, okay, but make sure it's not just a, a thumb to the wind gut sense like, you know, once a month I fill up with gas. So I'm, I'm sure I'm making up for it. I mean, you're paying 50 or $60 a year. You have that expense right up front. So you have to save at least that to break even. And I was pretty confident, you know what? I'm not sure that that makes sense. Some of the meat products, I thought I could, this is what I decided with meat. Cause that was another one. People say the meat is cheaper. The everyday price 
in a Sam's Club or a Costco or BJ's, if you have that near you, is likely cheaper than what you're going to find at, you know, Target or Walmart or your area grocery store. Yes. Is it going to be cheaper than an Aldi or a Trader Joe's? Mm, I don't know. It depends on what you buy. Are you brand loyal? You know, I think you need to do that research yourself. For my family, it wasn't. And if you're willing to watch the sales at um, your area grocery stores and say, I'm going to take a look every Sunday, see what's on sale and just buy, whether it's crackers and cereal, other kinds of staple products, spices, that sort of stuff, going to buy them when they're on sale. You can beat the warehouse club prices almost every single time by just watching the sales and shopping, cherry picking the sales at the grocery stores if that's how you're willing to shop. And the other thing, of course, to keep in mind is my experience with the warehouse club was sometimes not even just going bad, but sometimes I would buy something and then we wouldn't like it. I don't know if you've ever had this experience. And then I end up with this like huge box of stuff that none of us want to eat after one serving. It's very painful. That's why they give out so many samples there, not because they're, you know, so like loving and generous, but because they know it's a big risk to buy $12, spend $12 on a box of granola bars where you get 180 of them. If your kids don't like that granola bar, you're sunk, you know? And, um, and I've had that experience sort of one too many times that I'm like, I will not go and buy something sight unseen at a warehouse club because it just doesn't make sense. So That's my take is it really depends on how you shop. And I really encourage folks, if there are any ounce of type A, track it. I did that with Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. because it was like, is this really saving me any money? And frankly, Amazon Prime wasn't. And I still bought it anyway, which is a whole nother conversation because I liked there was an emotional, intangible part. But I think people think they save more money than what they actually are saving and I have a friend who says, I mean, who, who can walk into Costco and spend less than a hundred bucks? You end up buying all kinds of other stuff yeah. you didn't even want or need. Yeah. So again, in that quest of you need to spend less, not save more, is your overall grocery budget going down by your time investment and your membership in a warehouse club? If you're actually spending more every month on groceries than you used to, it's not for you, even if per item you're spending less. Yeah, it's interesting you brought up the Amazon thing because that was something I actually did do a kind of comparative thing where I went into a few different stores. And so for me, it was uh, subscribe and save. And you're, you're familiar yeah. with that program. Yes, so, absolutely. So yeah, so we do a handful of things on subscribe and yeah. save enough to get the 20% discount. And we in on everything, but there's certain items where it did beat it out. And so we've stuck yeah. with those items. And not to mention the whole not walking out of Costco without spending a hundred bucks. Yeah. We we have that same issue. No matter what store my wife walks into, we have that <laughs> issue. And I'm, right. I'm guilty as well, let's be real. But so anyway, so if I can get something where we're not actually going and yeah. getting advertised to with all the other stuff, a lot of times yeah. that helps. And as your little one grows, that does not get easier. Oh, yeah. It gets more challenging. I'm sure. I mean, I still remember the cereal aisle when I was five years old and that was the best aisle in the grocery store, you know? Frankenberries and blueberries. Yum. Yeah. Fruity pebbles. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So for the listeners who, you know, who who just maybe want to start saving a little bit more money on their groceries, I mean, you know, like we talked about, finding that baseline, I think that's really important. But can you, since you've been doing this so long, can you comment maybe on 
the people who are wondering, how much is this really going to save me? So, I mean, just yeah. finding a baseline. What is that <clears> going to save people? Or just paying attention to sales. Like, what, I mean, what percentage of the grocery bill might they shave off by doing that? Okay, let me say in a best case scenario, if you are walking into your neighborhood grocery store, you know, you're like Safeway or you're whatever, Publix, whatever it is you have, and you just go buy all your stuff there, all right? Mm-hmm. Toilet paper, your laundry detergent. You just go every two weeks, you load up. And now you decide, I'm actually going to pay attention to where I'm buying things. I think you could easily shave 10% to 15% by not buying everything okay. in that grocery store. Good. It's To me, it's real money, okay? Yeah. And if you're already a little savvier, of course, you're going to, that percentage will be a little bit yeah. less. Yeah. But on sales, buying items on sale, if you right now just pay full price for most things because you're really driven by what you want, not by what's on sale, Mm -hmm. then I think you could save 30 to 50% depending on how seriously you took that. And the reason I say even up to 50% is that's often about how much an item will go on sale for. And so if you see, I'll take barbecue sauce. I mean, the regular price of a sweet baby raised barbecue sauce might be $349. It'll go on sale over the summer regularly for a dollar a bottle. Okay, that's saving you over $2 from what you'd pay if you bought it on an off week by simply timing your purchase a little bit. So for people who feel overwhelmed, because I I get that, and it's like, where do I start? I want to be really concrete to say, figure out 10 or 15 items that are your core set of things that are really making up the bulk of what you buy, and just think about those. Don't worry about anything else. Just think about those and figure out where's the best store that I should buy these at. I'll clue you in a little bit. In in the grocery world, there's different business models. So here's my arm. Pretend this is break-even point for a business, okay? So some stores, like your grocery stores, they have higher everyday prices, but then they put stuff on sale at much lower. They call them loss leaders even sometimes, right? So stores that are known for having lower everyday prices very rarely have amazing sales. So how often have you gone in the dollar store and everything is like 40% off? I mean, yeah. it, it just doesn't happen, right? Because yeah. their whole point is like we're cheap every day. So if you want to be the type that is watching sales and buying things when they're on sale, your best bet of the kinds of stores to watch are the stores whose everyday prices are actually a little bit higher which would be your area grocery stores, whatever they are, as well as your area drug stores, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, because they, I mean, have you looked, you wait for a prescription, a bottle of hairspray is like $6.50. Not that you need hairspray, but you know, mousse, gel, whatever, right? (laughs) Yeah. Beard trimming stuff. But you get the point. It's so, the price is so inflated. You think, who buys this? But then if you wait, they put their stuff on sale at like crazy low prices Sometimes. So, I mean, whether that's vitamins and supplements or it's hair care products or it's some kind of medicine that you use, watch those places and pick it up when it's on sale there rather than just buying it at the regular price at a store like Target or Walmart or something like that. Because the sale price at one of those drugstores is going to by far beat the everyday price at one of those other retailers. Great. Yeah, that's really, really good information. Thank you for sharing that. Hey, you're welcome. I told you I'm pretty type A about all this. And it just makes so much sense when someone sort of cracks the nut for you. Yeah, that's really good. 
So talk to us about you know what you're doing at Pocket Your Dollars and yeah. how the site, why, why should somebody come there? How can you help them? Yeah, well, we've been talking a lot about groceries. So Pocket Your Dollars can help you a ton if you want to reduce your grocery bill because on a weekly basis, I go through along with my team and we look at the sales flyer, take Target, for instance, because almost everybody goes to Target at some point, right? In yeah. a given month. And we go every week and look at what's on sale at Target, which grocery items and household items, paper towels, that kind of stuff. And then we do the work of finding, are there any corresponding coupons? Coupons from the newspaper, coupons you can print online, Target coupons. Are there any discounts in the Target's cartwheel app? Are there any other apps that have discounts that correlate and correspond to these sale priced items? And by gotcha. the way, we're not including in our shopping list Items that I call like fake sales, you know, where they put something on sale for two cents off and then advertise it like it's a big deal and yeah. it's not. Yeah. So we're doing that sort of proofing and editing and sort of curating for you. So wow. you can come to one place, just check. These are the items I want to buy. Check, 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 check. Print your list off and then know these are the coupons, you know, the links to print them, whatever. And it can save you a lot of money without you having to do the running around and the legwork. Yeah, and awesome. so for national chains... We have Walmart, Target, CVS, Walgreens. I also do a weekly Aldi list, not because there's sales or coupons at Aldi, but I use it as a good baseline because if I can't get it cheaper, I mean, why would I watch a sale and use a coupon if it's, I'm still going to pay more than what I'd pay if I just walked into Aldi and bought it. Yeah. So I use that as a good baseline as well. Gotcha. Very, very cool. And it's pocketyourdollars.com. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate You're it. Welcome. I think this is really, really helpful. And we'll chat again sometime. Great. Thanks for having me. All right. So that is it for today. Hope you found that helpful. Go out and start applying some of these things and let me know how much money you're saving. Leave me a comment over at Instagram. We're at Seed Time or Twitter at Seed Time. Or you can find us on Facebook or anywhere else uh, or the blog, seedtime.com. And of course, you can just share this with other people who you think might benefit from it as well. So if you know somebody who's spending way too much on groceries and they could use a little help in that area, do them a favor and pass this along. It'll benefit all of us. So anyway, all right, that's all for now. Have a wonderful day and we'll chat soon. Mm -hmm.